0: tuning in from the new earth, wherever you are in the world and wherever you're actually able to access this, because the, the censorship is off the charts as we really kind of dive deeper into, in this, into the, the, the program, the cult program. <laughs> but Sovereign and I are here to let you know and remind you that love wins. And so we're going to continue this conversation. We had a really beautiful one last week and um, got a tremendous amount of view. It has been taken down off of the New Earth um, YouTube channel and my ch- my channel. And just to let everyone know, we're not streaming on Facebook because we've been blocked for 30 days. So on my page and New Earth, um, Sasha's still, still there, hopefully. We don't know for how much longer, but we're gonna keep uh, doing these live streams. We are on Brio TV, and we have a channel set up for New Earth. It's actually New Earth Horizon, And that um, is when you go to Brio TV, it's under live. And then there'll be another one going up this week for Brave New Life. So, you know, I just hosted my, you know, weekly Freedom Potluck last night, Sovereign. And I was just kind of downloading with you this morning, you know, what my take is on where people are, that there's this kind of caught in between like the fear because things are intensifying, you know, as people, I think, feel more and more anxious, especially here in the States where, where I'm tuning in from. Um, You get to watch it from the other side of the world. But I feel like there's a starker contrast between those of us that are choosing this brave new life, you know, and being in the hope and infinite possibility and creating that. Right. And uh, those that are really, you know, trying not to feed the fear, but maybe still feeding the fear. (laughs) Can you speak to that? Oh, And just let people know that if you're not on our mailing list, because really, this is the best way to communicate with us. You join ours, we'll have a community conversation in about 30 minutes, where we have people tuning in from all around the world. We have over 100 people every week from everywhere, UK, all over Europe, actually, uh, South Africa, Australia, sometimes that one's on Monday because it's a little late, US, Canada, Brazil, Ecuador, Bali, but we have a conversation where we're really templating this feeling-based relating where we're talking about all this. So I'm gonna put the website in there. If you're not on that, you can get that on that because that's the best way to stay connected to us. All right, go ahead, Sovereign. I'll hand it to you.
1: Yeah. Wow. Life on the Earth. Poof. It's um, it's a fascinating ride, and I have to remind myself sometimes. It's like, wow. I'm watching a movie. It's a really, really weird sci-fi, because um, it's so. Orwellian, you know, books have been written about it uh, ahead of time and, and we're, we're navigating these times right now. And for me, it's really relevant to, to keep coming back to the centropic nature of life and that everything in life is performing a function with purpose. And that also everything that is happening on this earth in everyone's human experience of it is bound to entropy it is bound to the syntropic nature of life and the strategies that life is wired for from within. And this is what we go into quite extensively, um, and yet sort of just as it feels relevant and as it is relevant in our community conversations, Um, in my own endeavors to share more around syntropy and how it applies itself into our human ecology, um, I'm, I'm sharing around that with people, um, if they're interested to explore that a bit more, they can um, put a little question mark here in the, in the chat if they want, and then we can follow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, looking at everything that is like glaring at us, and we get so much information through um, the Reclaim Your Lives information stream that has a huge following and a huge database and yeah it's it's intense to witness and to just be present to what is happening in other places on the earth and and then to recognize wow this is stirring emotional reactions in my body because there's injustice there's violation there's trespass of sovereignty it's like wow this is really amping up and and it has been but in the beginning of this, what I call psychological warfare, that has been designed to be this way, I won't use the word um, that 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 um, rhymes with Cyrus, um, because uh, that that all gets pick, picked up. But in the beginning, this was all very like wow really what's going on and everybody was working out like how to make sense out of this and how to find legal remedy and how to how to get action 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 and and now almost what is it nine months later um it's it just continues and i was exploring for myself like wow i wonder how this is for other people and, and what's really going on in the collective like what's the function of this this psychological warfare that's going on and and i discovered really it's it's supposed to numb us it's supposed to make us feel more comfortable almost because it just keeps going we can't help but become familiar with all of this and yet we have to sort of stand guard at the door of our own mind to 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 curate what we let in but most of all how we react to what is actually coming in for us and yeah in that i see this is a tremendously intense laid out plan to really provide humanity with a radical opportunity to make a choice and you know when i speak about love it's not this fluffy Kind of fantasy of holding hands and singing kumbaya together it's i've come to understand that it is the only word for it is love because the only opposite of what we're actually being asked to contract into is fear and so that's where that dualistic metric then um, finds its opposite in love and we can speak more about that because i do feel it's very relevant that we share with people how we can be a more vigilant guardian of our own of our own mind and how we respond instead of react to the madness that is going on around us
0: and it is madness and you know having to remind myself and just come back to center i mean part of it is you know last night it was really great because part of the things that we're sharing through the community is resources so there were some people that were new to doing energy work and energy healing which has been a part of my life in 25 years of raising children so it kind of brought me full circle but at the end of our closing of our circle where after everybody introduced themselves we we taught everyone there to do the EFT tapping like someone let us do that and so i love how people are sharing their resources and what's working for them right now that's part of how we're showing up for humanity and and can you dive a little bit into this feeling based relating because when we're having these conversations sovereign i mean we're doing them twice a week with people all over the world i mean we're just holding a container but bringing people back because it's so hard to not get caught up in the narrative right and to get um distracted by it especially if people are being bombarded with it on a daily basis so when people come together it's almost like they just want to (laughs) like shed all of their so everything they're carrying but how do we transmute that i think it's the transmission so that we don't actually we're not dumping more stuff on people that are already pretty stressed out <laughs> and mm. trying to get away from the narrative. Right. But it's just, um, how do we, how's that navigation? Cause it's, it's very natural, organic process, but if you haven't done that, then that's, that could be really unfamiliar. And we talk about this love language of sovereignty and how do we start looking at that oh, somebody said i look like a unicorn because of your little <laughs> that's great i feel like a unicorn yay yeah, yeah. so somebody said we master, master our own thinking lakshmi you said master our own thinking in space how do we how we how do we get the, i think that this is a point of mastery for humanity right now
1: hmm yeah we're really being called to action uh, for anyone that isn't yet on our reclaimyourlifes.com um, database, uh, I recommend you signing up there. Um, yeah, your email
0: this morning or your evening, and the people are asking the noises in Bali are the frogs that Savern lives with. They're not birds, they're frogs.
1: <laughs> yeah, lots of frogs here. Um, yeah, I, I spend a, a great deal of, of today um, really articulating my thoughts around. The spoiler alert of love wins and what the um the opportunity is that's here really before us and in my experience and having explored human nature um quite substantially for myself and and really applying that to our human ecology i really discovered that we are feeling based creatures um our, our feelings is what kind of they just they just happen we don't really have a lot of control over them that's they're like intrinsically just part of our experience they infuse us with a whole cascade of different emotions mm-hmm. and from that place of the feelings occurring um, thoughts then start occurring for us very soon after and when we go through intense emotional experiences or we are having a tremendous amount of information coming at us, our brain gets kind of overloaded. And it's very natural for humans to simply express, to simply press out, to articulate what is all going on in that upper chamber and how we are trying to somehow make sense out of it all. When when we do that without actually expressing what our thoughts are all about the clarity has a challenge to really come about because our monkey mind is kind of wired to just tail back in on itself and a lot of people benefit simply from ranting or sharing what what is alive for them but when that is navigated with more conscious awareness and we speak more on behalf of our own experience we make much more effective use of what's all happening for us. And we actually have an opportunity to come more to a place of, well, how would I put it, restfulness, or at least um, feeling more at peace after we've expressed more of our our feeling-based world as opposed to everything that we think about what's wrong in the world or what's happening there, what's happening there. Because trying to make sense out of it all is is one way to cope but in my experience it's not supposed to make sense it's supposed to feel good and so when things don't feel good we can explore our feelings around that and what i have found is most often when i just share on behalf of my feelings often it just makes sense totally because they are real they are occurring Um, they are really part of my experience and by acknowledging them without going into like too much emotional drama with it but just being real with them Mm. i i feel a sense of freeing that comes about and in my experience navigating this with a lot of other human beings and also in our community conversations we just end up in this frequency of yay you know somebody sharing how they're feeling nobody needs to correct them or tell them how to feel or how to think or how to speak or or what they should be doing with their lives because that wasn't asked for what we're just creating space for is an element that in our human ecology has been programmed out of our societal framework Ooh. we haven't really been imbued and raised with the, the, the valuing of really expressing our feelings really sharing about what's real for us no matter how crazy or ridiculous or outlandish and um, those feelings or thoughts may be right. and so what we end up with in a lot of conversations is is that we are just comparing ideas i think this well if you think that then i have i have other thoughts well, and I can know, my thoughts
0: sovereign it's it, and it feels more um, exaggerated because there's this glo- you know, conversation around the globe of what we're all going through together, which I wanna read part of what you wrote in the email for people that aren't on our list or ha- haven't read it yet, because I, I love what you're talking about. You said that the whole coronavirus, which is the great awakening, that's like a virus to the globalist elite, has this year become a massive transcultural, transnational programming national programming exercise to have humanity become in their fantasy once and for all accustomed and used to a tyrannical state of emergency despair and accepting that our government minds institutions solutions are there for our protection. This year's coronavirus exercise, and I love that you call it exercise, is a is psychological warfare on the largest scale ever deployed across the earth. It has been and continues to be a literal war for the sanity of our minds. And I think that that's, I mean, so what you're saying is good, but like we're constantly being bombarded if we choose to plug into this narrative and it's its addictive, right? I mean, you've got people in isolation. They're they are feeling, when, when humans are isolated, they feel disconnected. And that's not a good place when we're in any kind of fight or flight. We're not in our natural element as humans connecting, which is what, you know, what we are, designed to do I think it starts questioning people's sanity or like their the reality or fantasy of what's really going on so it's a maybe this level of doubt and so then when people do connect it's like they have to like they just have to kind of get that out of their system but it's like that stuff needs to kind of be cleared away so that we can get to that point where we're, we're really doing the feeling-based relating so there's like that process that we have to go through and that's a, what what's happened with our community conversations? I feel like they've turned into open mic. People are sharing their poetry, their prose, singing songs, the painting they did. I love that last week. You know, the painting and the poetry. Like, so the creativity. Like, if you can tap into the creativity of the human experience, you know, that that's what we are here. Creation energy. Some people are, are having. One of the moms last night in my group said she's had a kundalini awakening. So p- some people are moving into that that bliss and that that other level but there's something that how do people get to that how do they get past the gaslighting Uh, you know i i mean i compare it being married to a narcissist like you have to go through that process of seeing what's happening acknowledging and then being able to separate yourself from that
1: well i feel that it may be nice to offer a bit of perspective on what this past year's global exercise has really been for from my perspective and the wording of the, the desirous spires um is chosen very consciously it's the so-called powers that be um, they are totally in tune with the cosmic cycles of our galaxy they know what's up we've been chemtrailed for decades now what are they trying to stop photonic light energy coming in from our central sun being bombarded onto the earth which is going to elevate um the light quanta of the the light density on this earth and that infuses ourselves it infuses our consciousness and it is there to level us up to raise our vibratory frequency and I recall, like ten years ago, this 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 was the topic. This was all about going into 5D, and really, like the energy is rising and it's all changing, and it's all going to be a glorious transformation, and we're going to all be holding hands and live in the new earth, and and we're already there, and 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 there's only love, and it's so amazing, and the synchronicity is just off the off the Richter scales. Well, ten years later. Uh, yeah, the synchronicity is still increasing and yet the chaos and mayhem is intensifying and why is that? Because yeah. we got thrown under the bus, so to speak, because this virus and, and the word for it being the the halo around the sun is mm, mm. is not a virus for humanity. It's a virus onto the luciferic programming and so they named it something so that we would fear what actually they fear fear.
0: which is the light
1: what is occurring energetically and why a lot of people are kind of losing their minds Um. We, we all got put in our houses separated segregated disconnected don't go out in the sun it it the sun will kill you. It will all be horrible. Meanwhile, you know, these, it's it's all false narratives and it's all inversion logic. And it's amazing how uh, so much of our human family really bought into it all and how many are still really kind of hooked into the fear porn that is being t- the propaganda that, that just continues to be spewed out across all sorts of... Um, streams of of networks that that are not here to really share the truth of what's going on and one might say that we're not necessarily ready for the truth i do feel that we can cushion that that truth bill that we can and that's what i feel that the new earth project in a tremendous way it's been like it's been a bridge to start bridging this old paradigm and already starting to focalize and speak around the new earth ways of living and, and what it would constitute for us as a human family to get there. Well, this whole exercise this year is really assisting humanity to rapidly, in the sound of it, get its shit together. And it is either surrendering to the process of the intensity And allowing yourself to have your ego death and to have your belief systems crushed and shattered to only then be able to wake up to a brighter and broader reality that is really actually occurring. And so for me, as I look at this whole unfolding, because everything is bound to syntropy, we may have a parasitic mind virus that is trying to feed off our human energy and trying to corrupt us and co-opt us and we've been hijacked to believe a whole bunch of things that aren't even true. But it is dependent on life. So a parasite requires a host. We are the host. And the host is the sovereign. The host is the spirited life force a parasite requires life force to feed off and to help it because it can't create out of its own it's totally dependent and so what a parasite needs to do is to have some form of a relationship with the host where the host will do all the work so the parasite can feed of it but the parasite can never take full dominion over the host because then the host just goes "What?" (laughs) I don't want that to be my story. And so we've been lulled asleep. We have been transgenerationally dedicated and programmed. And there's so many programs that we already spoken to, the English language, um, the not naming of a whole range of intrinsic connections and intrinsic relationships that exist in life. And when we don't have language for that, we can't see it. And we spoke about that last week. Right. So, as as we're navigating this period, we're being presented really with a tremendous opportunity where we are basically asked to reclaim our sovereignty and to wake up to the truth that we are the host. We are the ones that determine the outcome of whatever we think this is. Some people think it's a war. Some people think it's, um, it's a takeover. Um, I would... Encourage anybody to dream really wisely and maybe sort of take a step back and, and zoom out a bit and, and, and come to comprehend what the agenda kind of is But that that agenda cannot ever execute itself without our willful participation Because we are the hosts we are the sovereign spirited human beings that are divinely connected to source and that source code from our son is beaming onto us, and it is bringing out everything that needs to come out. And so in a direct reflection of that, what we are witnessing outside of ourselves is a massive purge, a massive rude awakening. And and it's not pretty. It's not sexy. No, I sometimes go through a wave of like, wow, this is so amazing. And then the next day, I'm just like, I'm not going it to share very, a, here, but a lot of they
0: are saying detox and that is a good thing physically to do, but we are going through this purge, this detox. Um, you know, someone said earlier and I put it up there, like people are saying that how others are feeding off of that. Cause that's that negative energy. And Baron said like convincing others to see the truth. Like, you know, I think there's different phases we go through. And when we, when we stop trying to convince others of, you know, what, what we believe truth to be, and there's a lot of us that agree on, um, you know, some of what's going on, but I think if we look at it in this bigger picture that where we are as a collective detoxing and shedding this satanic parasite, that really it brings us back to focus on what do we need to do to shed, to detox, to be that light, because when we are, when we do step in that light, that's when we can actually influence others because that light magnetizes and we can Use that light to be that kind of like on a healer, you know, sending out healing energy, which is what I think the planet needs most. I mean, you know, just looking at what's happening here in the States, the people around the world that are praying for America and Trump because we're all interconnected. The same thing is like we need to be praying, healing, being that light for everyone. Like that's what's going to help humanity ascend. So us focusing on the problems, the negative, the fear or continue to plug into that narrative is really just going to create more of the same. So I think that if we have anything to say it's really about doing whatever you can in your own little corner of the world to be that light to to take that sun energy, that life force, that prana, be, you know, let it vibrate through your entire being and radiate that out to the world. We have like 2 minutes sovereign before we have to hop on now because people might not be on our mailing list and they might be tuning in now they won't have the link and we can't communicate on Facebook, um, is there a way that if people want to tune in and get the link, maybe have them send an email to you so that we can do that? So if you want, which, um, do you want to put your email in there? So if people want to join us for the conversation or get on our list, you just go to the brave new life.net. But if you're go on the list, you won't get the link for the conversation we're about to have in just a couple minutes. So if you can put that in there, I will, um, Put up a few thank you everyone for tuning in and all of these awesome comments and communication we, we really sovereign and i really love the exchange with all of you and so we're really mm. it's just really nice to see that even though we're being censored massively there's over 400 people tuning in so this is so beautiful mm. just, and, just
1: uh, on that closing note there mani as yeah. you were just speaking i think it's really relevant for everybody to become aware that this entire exercise is a continual stacking and offering. Um, It's an offer to contract. Mm. Because without your willful participation, and of course it's done under coercion, manipulation, but everything is an offer to contract. And we as the sovereign human beings can simply just say, no thanks, because we can't necessarily be made to, to do these things and we and some people may say, well you, you're not where I am and I, I don't have a choice. Well the reality is that we we do, but it, it has consequences. And English is an entire contract based language And so all of these fantasies that are being put before us by these you know sadist minds as I call them, you know the Gateses and faucis, their fantasies, their distortions, what they are, their projections are just offers to contract because it requires you as the host, because they can't do anything, they mm. can just tell your fantasy, oh, no, we all have to, we're not going to go and, and return to normal until everybody's been jabbed. And and that's a fantasy for starters. It's a projection and it's an offer to contract. But it's 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 very insidiously kind of, hooking into our our fear patterns and that's where we can get contracted. But when we are aware that there is this contracting language going on and this is what the fantasy dark side is actually doing, it's trying to contract our soul force Mm. into their fantasy, then we have all of a sudden a layer of awareness that can make us go, "Oh, oh, hang on, am I contracting into this? Am I participating in this? Because it takes willful consent that that's what it takes for us to actually bring to life the madness that you know is being promoted as, as what's required. And of course, none of us here want to give any of our consent to that. It's mm-hmm. then about questioning where do we put our energy. And so for me, this is all about this lovely spoiler alert that I already wrote about earlier this year. In the end, love wins, and we can either work through whatever we need to work through right now to allow that some source coding to come into our cellular metric and not resist it because the more that we resist it the choice is going to be the same like love wins in the end regardless um so that's for me a given um it's just going to get more intense and you know i want to be really real with acknowledging those beautiful humans that weren't able to cope with the intensification of what what is called bifurcation, like the intensity of duality and, and chaos and mayhem, because I don't think suicide rates have ever been this high on the planet. No. And, and that's real, you know, that's really...
0: Yes. All right, Sovereign, we have everybody waiting in the room for us. So um, if you need the link, if you're not on our list, email Sovereign, and we'll send it to you. We're going to get everyone in the room. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Again, we're going to be having a channel on Brio TV. I'll put that up there. Um, And New Earth is also there, New Earth Horizon. So lots of love, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We love you all.